What we want to do a little bit today is talk about the Kaddish, the Mourner's Kaddish, to understand how the Mourner's Kaddish reflects a state of mourning, why when a person is in mourning, when God forbid a person loses a parent and is a state of, of loss and hopelessness and feels alone and alienated, and these are all the things, the emotions that come up when a person is in mourning. And why in this very difficult time do we recite the Kaddish? The simple reading of the words of the Kaddish, which is ancient words of Aramaic, uh, in the Aramaic language, ancient words that perhaps date back to the time of the Men of Great Assembly. But the words essentially speak about the sanctification of the divine name, of the great name of Hashem, of God, it doesn't mention anything of the deceased or anyone that passed away, and it doesn't mention anything about healing and comfort. So why do we recite the Kaddish, which essentially is about the sanctification of God's name when a person is in deep mourning? Now the origin of the custom to recite the Kaddish dates back hundreds and perhaps thousands of years. The first time we have recorded the recitation of the Kaddish dates back to the times of Rabbi Akiva, where the Talmud records an event where Rabbi Akiva had a mystical vision and encountered someone that already has passed on from this physical plane. And the person told Rabbi Akiva that his soul was trapped, that his spiritual self was not able to be elevated into a spiritual realm, was still trapped in the physical universe, still connected with his ego. And it was understood that if he would recite, if he would have a child of his recite Kaddish, that would help the soul to elevate. And that's exactly what Rabbi Kiva did. He teaches his son how to study and how to learn, and then he, he teaches him to recite the Kaddish, and the soul is elevated to a spiritual realm. So one significance that's brought down in the Jewish law, and the Shulchan Aruch speaks about the idea of saying Kaddish, is to help souls after they leave the body, after the spiritual quality of self, which is essentially the entire memory of a person, passes on when consciousness leaves body and the brain dies, but the survival of full self, of full memory exists, in order for there to be a smooth transition between this life and the next life, this world that we're vested within bodies, within form, to a formless reality. Sometimes Kaddish, by the people that are connected with them, and that are still alive can have an impact on their soul elevation. So this is one level. And also on a deeper level, this also works with a soul that is in a spiritual realm and has already elevated itself. According to Rabbi Zikloria, the Ari, this can even help in to help the soul, assist the soul to have a higher and higher elevation. That still doesn't answer the basic question of how reciting the actual Kaddish which speaks about the sanctification of Hashem's name, the divine name, how this is connected to any form of mourning and of healing and of comfort, which that's what a mourner is looking for. So let's take some of the words of the Kaddish. We'll take just a few of the words of the Kaddish, and through using the, the words, we'll actually unpack the idea. So the first four words of the Kaddish is Yiskadal, Yiskadash Shmei Rabbah, which means, may the great name 
be sanctified and glorified. So the, what we're talking about now is about a name, a divine name. We're saying that the divine name is in a diminished state. It's not great. And now we're asking and praying and beseeching that this name should become complete. So let's try to understand what this means. In, in the Torah, there are different names for Hashem, for the, for the divine. The two prominent names in the Torah that we have is the Shem Elohim and the name of Havaya, of Yud Kevavke, the Tetragrammaton. So you have Elohim, which is one name, and the Yud, He, and the Vav and He, which is another name. The basic difference between these two names is Elohim represents the divine self that's manifest within nature, the creator of nature, Bereshit bar Elohim, in the beginning Elohim created. So Elohim is connected with creation. And the Yud Kevavke, the Yud, the He, and the Vav, the He, which is pronounced as Hashem, as the name, because we don't have an exact way of pronouncing this name, this, this name represents the transcendence. The name Elohim, if you look at the name Elohim itself, it has the words that spell the word Elim Yud He, which means the concealing of the Yud and the He. So Yud He, Vav, and the Vav and the He represent the transcendence, the infinite, and Elohim represents the finite, that which is concealed. That's why the name Elohim also has the same numeric value as the word Hateva for nature. So you have the, na the natural and the supernatural, the manifest and the unmanifest, the form and the formless, so Avaya and Elohim. When a person is in mourning, what they are experiencing is a silencing of the Yudke. Let's try to understand what this means. Every single experience in life both has a vessel and a light. Very simple example. Let's say a person is holding their child. The child weighs 10 pounds and you're carrying your child. Even though the child weighs 10 pounds, you can carry your child for a certain distance. Let's say you were carrying 10 pounds of potatoes. You also need the potatoes. You have to get them. You have to get them from the store to your home. If you were carrying your child or carrying the potatoes the same weight, you would see that when you're carrying your child, it feels much lighter than when you're carrying a sack of potatoes. Why? Or carrying a stranger. Why? Because the more light we have, the less vessel we, we experience. The more vessel we experience, the less light. Light represents purpose, meaning, connection. Vessel, which is the Kli, represents separation. It represents physical weight, time, space. Every experience that we have, if we're feeling more connection, more light, then there's a contraction of time and space. If you're having a good conversation with someone that you love, five minutes feels like a minute because time collapses. You're feeling more light, less vessel. You're carrying something that's 10 pounds, but you're feeling a connection with that person. Instead of feeling like 10 pounds, it feels like five. If you're sitting with someone that you dislike and you're having a conversation for five minutes, five minutes feels like five hours. And 10 pounds feels like 20 pounds because our consciousness expands and contracts according to the experience that we're having. The more light, the more purpose, the more connection, the less we feel in the vessel. 
the more absent the light is, which means the, the less connection we feel, the less purpose, less meaning, the more we're feeling the vessel. A person that is in mourning experiences death. On the most superficial level, death is separation. The person was in your life, someone that you were very connected with, someone that you were intimately connected with. This can be a parent, someone that raised you and loved you unconditionally, and you love them unconditionally. And all of a sudden, the person is apparently no longer. So there's a sense of separation. That's why in the language of the Torah, this, a mourner is in a state of daim, hanag daim, a state of silence, which means they're experiencing more of the level of Elohim than Hashem. What is Elohim? Elohim is the ilem of Yudke, the silencing of the transcendent connection, which is transcendent of all separation, which is always light. So the metaphor of Hashem and Elohim is Kishem Magan Hashem Elohim, that the, the sun and its protector is Hashem and Elohim. So Hashem represents the light, and Elohim represents the vessel. When a person is mourning, they're experiencing more of the vessel. Now let's understand what the Kaddish is. When we say Yiskadal Yiskadash may the great name be may the name become great, we're talking about the name of the Yudke Vavke. This name, which is infinite and transcendent, which means that it's always light and always connection. When it's revealed in our life, we always feel the light. The reason why we feel separation and sorrow and pain is because we're feeling the name of Elohim. And we're feeling a separation on a deeper level, we're feeling a separation within the name of Yudke Vavke itself. Every time we're experiencing something and we're experiencing pain and loss and hardship, so when we're experiencing pain, the Shekhinah itself, the Divine Self, is also experiencing pain. When we're in exile, so to speak, also the Divine Hashem is in exile. We are the limbs of the Shekhinah. We are the presence of Hashem in this world. We make manifest the Divine Presence in our lives. The way we live our lives, hopefully, is a Kiddush Hashem, is a sanctification of Hashem's name at every moment. When there's an absence of life, there's a diminishing of life, there's an apparent separation from life because this person is no longer physically present, then it feels like the name of Elohim. Then it feels like silent. It feels like there is no longer a connection. The name Hashem itself, which is the Yud, Hey, and the Vav and the Hey, the name itself actually represents these two realities. The Yud, Hey, is the upper transcendent level, which is always permanent, is always light, always revealed light. The name, the lower part of the name, which is the Vavahe, represents the aspect of the divine that manifests within creation. There's a verse which talks about that says that the name, in Hashem Shalom, Shalom, that the name of Hashem is not complete and the throne is not complete. That the name of Hashem is only has a yutke is every time we're experiencing exile, separation, then the lower part of the name separates itself. And this is the, the cosmic metaphysical reason for death. The reason why we experience death as separation 
is because we're not living in a reality of the higher Yudke. If we were living in a higher level of the Yudke, in the tree of life, then we wouldn't see death as separation. We would see death as a continuation. A person lives his life in this body, and now they're continuing their life outside the body, but there is no separation. The reason why we experience separation is because we're coming from this perspective of the body. We're coming from the perspective of the finite self. Our finite perspective is seeing body and now no longer seeing body. The metaphysical reason why we're experiencing death is because there's a division, as it were, between the higher level of Hashem, the Yudke, and the aspect that reveals itself within creation. And because our separation and our diminishing also affects the diminishing of the divine self within creation. Because when there's one less person in creation, there's one less person sanctifying and creating the sacred name in this world. When we say Kaddish, we're saying like this, may the great name, which is the Yud and the He and the Vav and the He, may that name become complete. May there be a healing of, the, of all reality on a spiritual metaphysical level where the Yudke and the Vavke become as one when Elohim becomes a Kli for Havaya, becomes a full vessel for Havaya, which that's the numeric value of the name Kli, of the word Kli, of, of the word Elohim, which is 86, again, Kli Hashem, it becomes a complete vessel for Hashem. And let there be a complete healing. Not only are we talking about our own personal suffering and our own personal state of, of mourning, but we're saying that there's a cosmic healing that needs to be affected. Because my pain affects not only my personal pain, but my pain affects the divine pain. And that's, ha that's because I'm in pain, Hashem is in pain, and the Shekhinah is in pain. But let there be a complete healing. Yiskadal v'yiskadash me'rabah means, may the name that is incomplete, the shame, the name of yud Hey of the yud Hey, let it be complete with and joined together with the Vav and the Hey. And that's when we look at the letters, Yiskadal v'yiskadash are actually... 11 letters. 11 letters is the numeric value of the word of those two letters of Vav and the He. When the Vav and the He fall off the Yudke, then there's a separation within the divine self, and there's pain and there's suffering, and there's the world of Klippa, of separation in the vessel. When there's a, a Shmei Rabba, when the name becomes great, and it becomes a Be'er, becomes a wellspring, it becomes a source of blessing for all, is when this name, the Yiskala of Yiskala, the Eleven, the Vavhe, joins and becomes one with the Yudke, and we have the complete name. So this is the meaning of the words of the first, the opening of the Kaddish, Yiskada of Yiskada Shmei Rabba. The shame, the name, what name are we talking about? The ultimate name of the Divine. The Yud, the He, and the Vav and the He. Let it become great. Let there be a complete healing in this world. Let the Vavhe, which separated itself, which becomes the source of all negativity in this world, the source of all separation, because 10 is the complete number. 10 is the number of the utterances. 10 is the number of the, uh, the, the Ten Commandments. 10 is the Ten Svirot. That's the completion of holiness. The 11 represents, the 11th represents the concept of the one that's not entering into the vessel. So you have 10 vessels, but the light is not entering which is that idea of suffering and pain, where we're experiencing vessel, we're not experiencing light. That's the Vavhe that's separated from the Yudke. Let Yiskada Yiskada, which is the 11 letters corresponding to the Vavhe, let it join and become one and together with the Yud and the He, and let it become now Shmei, 
shame, the name of Yudke. Let it become Rabba, let it become now big. Let it become a source of bara, of creation. Let it become a be'er, let it become a well and a source of sustenance and nourishment to ourselves. And this is the deeper meaning of the Kaddish, that we're shearing our own personal pain and acknowledging that our personal suffering, that we feel separation, is not something that's abnormal. It's because we live in a world of separation. We live in a very tangible, physical universe. We live in a world where there's Elohim, where there's, where there's concealment, where the name of Yutke, the upper transcendence, the light that's always permanent, is concealed. And when we feel this pain, it's not only we that are feeling this pain. It's Hashem is feeling the pain with us. And together we're becoming the mouthpiece of the Shekhinah and saying, let the name become healed, let the name become complete, and then there'll be complete healing and complete absolving of, uh, and abolishing of all suffering and all pain in the universe. Thank you for listening to Ralph Pinson's podcast. To submit questions or to sponsor a future episode, please email ralphpinsonpodcast at gmail.com. The link is in the description below. Thank you.